Central, the podcast of Central Christian School in St. Louis, Missouri. Here we partner with parents and give you a window into our culture, our vision, our motivations as a school. And today we are welcoming our school counselor, Val Hubbard. Val, welcome. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. So I wanted for our parents to get to know you and to get to know your life experience and the role that you have played here at Central. Would you mind just starting off sharing with us how you became interested in counseling and what roles you've worked in the field of therapy and counseling before Central? Sure. It's been a, a interesting road. I would say just as a child, I've always been naturally empathetic. I always felt the pain and the hurt of others. I also love to experience their joy and their success. So I think I was just always a feeler. I didn't know there was a field that could be linked to being a feeler. But when I found psychology, I initially studied child psychology because I loved the idea of helping children. And as I studied in that field, I realized that the missing piece was the family. Mm-hmm. So to sit in front of a little one and um, give them a space to use their voice, but not connect that voice back to home, felt like I was missing something. Hmm. So that's what led me into family, uh, marriage and family therapy. Okay. And how long did you do that before you came to Central? So I was in private practice for several years and then I was put on bed rest in a pregnancy. Okay. So uh, my private practice had to fold, obviously, because I was literally in the bed for the whole nine months. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah. So that was interesting, but God had a plan because I started working in ministry then and shifted into looking into our church and building a counseling ministry in our church with our assistant pastor. Okay. And it became just something I was super passionate about. We created a few curriculums around different things that were servicing in our church, just the needs of our own church. And that kind of raised questions about how we do ministry um, Hmm. when it comes to giving Christian counsel, rather than having, let's say, a set curriculum just in front of us that we offer. Instead, looking into the church, assessing the needs of the church and creating a ministry around that. So that's what uh, my assistant pastor and I worked on for uh, the better part of It was at least a year, maybe two. And then I headed up the counseling ministry along with our lead pastor until we planted our church. And so now at my church, my husband and I lead the counseling ministry there as well. And now we have another, uh, thank God, we have another pastor's wife that has come who is a social worker. So Mm. it feels like home because we're able to collaborate around the care of uh, the people in our congregation. And more comprehensive. How would you say family therapy and church counseling differ from school counseling, or does it? The beautiful thing is here at Central actually doesn't, because I get to serve the families here. So typically in a school setting, the counselor would really only get to work with the children, maybe sometimes with the parents. Okay. The beauty of Central is that we really are a family community. And so when I work with a student here, I usually start with the parents. Okay. If I see that there's something surfacing, a concern that I have, I go to the parents. And oftentimes we have a session or two without the child. And I just talk Mm -hmm. to them about everything, about their babies, about any transitions in their life that could be affecting their child. So we're able to collaborate around care so that I become a bridge between home and school. Okay. And so that when their babies are with me, they can trust that their voice is heard even in that space, which creates the right foundation to build a therapeutic rapport with their child. How would you expand on what role the school counselor can play in the overall health of a school? 
it is a blessing first to have a place in your local school where if your child is struggling with something or if there's a transition in your family um, that you know that your child can go and process that at school if it's it's starting to affect them when they're at school so Mm -hmm. for example if if there's a separation in a family our students don't just get to get dressed from school for school come to school and leave that at home because they're human so mm-hmm. they bring it with are, them they bring it with them because that's what we mm-hmm. do we take we take our burdens to work mm-hmm. we take them to church we take mm-hmm. them to the grocery store mm-hmm. so um having a school counselor in place teaches them that we carry things with us mm-hmm. and that we need to know who the appropriate people are that we can reach out to for support okay and so when parents are able to co-sign hey that person there they're there for you so if you're having a hard time you can go to them Mm-hmm. It lets the, it teaches the children that when they grow up in other areas of their life, they should look for their people. Mm-hmm. What is a safe place for me to um, lay down the burdens of my heart so that I can get recalibrated and then refocused on the task at hand? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a life skill that we all need, and mm-hmm. oftentimes it's one that can be missed. Well, actually, you were scheduled to be on Empower Central today, and then I heard that earlier this morning, you actually went and spoke to our senior kindergarten students. I know that within school counseling, there's a lot of intervention, Mm -hmm. but here at Central, you also focus on prevention. You also address groups. What was going on in the SK classroom? So the SK teachers were doing a unit on emotions and teaching the children to expand their knowledge beyond just happy, sad, mad, glad, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. To think further on what disgust looks like, Mm -hmm. what being elated feels like, what being confused feels like or Mm -hmm. intrigued. Mm -hmm. So they were just um, creating a larger vocabulary around their emotions um, so that they can communicate more effectively to one another and they can communicate what they need more effectively to the adults that are are here to love on them and support them Mm -hmm. um, here at Central. And so I came in to kind of put the, say the punctuation mark on that (laughs) unit. Okay. And so I created um, a slideshow where we just kind of traveled through emotions. First, focusing on labeling um, or, or naming some of our own emotions. So we just kind of started with images of different pizzas. Okay. The first one was like, um, I think it was like a cheese pizza. So we said, you know, how do you feel when you see this? So they're like excited and hungry. And, you know, they're all like, right. some of them are like, that's boring. I like meat, you know, just... Uh-huh. And then we just kind of process like, well, wait a minute. So we all feel differently. Some of us don't even like pizza. Some of us feel like this is boring. And some of us are like, this is perfect because it's not loaded with stuff. So then we looked at one with a lot of meat on it. Then we get another array of, ooh, it's disgusting. It's too much, you know. So mm-hmm. just them just being present in all of the different emotions okay. that come up just from an image as simple as pizza mm-hmm. i think one of them i think there were four pizzas one of them was anchovy and one <laughs> was pineapple okay so again taking it to that next level of well how would one feel that they loved anchovy pizza and the friend next to them were going oh my gosh that's so gross who mm-hmm. would ever eat that mm-hmm. how would that friend feel right mm-hmm. so just at their level helping them to think through Okay. how we stored our own emotions and, and the emotions of others. So, okay. um, And then we just took that imagery further and further all the way down until we were looking at an image of this big whale. And I found an image of a woman doing what looked like yoga. She mm-hmm. was sitting in like a yoga pose under the water with a big whale floating right over her, like swimming over her. And she hmm. was at perfect peace. Hmm. So no one in the room felt that they would be comfortable 
being right. a perfect peace with a whale swimming over them. But this woman was in her peaceful place then. Right. So again, furthering that we cannot judge where mm-hmm. other people are. We cannot make assumptions. Mm-hmm. This woman is with God and at one in this space. Mm-hmm. It would not be the same for you or for I. But mm-hmm. we can look at her and tell that it's genuine. Mm-hmm. And so there's something to having a conversation around that rather than making a judgment because there's something we can learn from her. Mm-hmm. And even at this young age, them being able to just sit in that and um, kind of bring together everything they've been talking about in class. It was really cool. Well, and that that actually was going to be my next question. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're five years old. They're six years old. Yeah. And what you were describing, I mean, there are some adults that can't go there. Mm -hmm. So how did they process that? And do you really feel that they grasped the depth of what you were trying to convey? I do. And that is part of the the beauty of um, Central Mm -hmm. is that the teachers did that front work of just the definitions and just just stretching, you know, their perspective of how many, the range of emotions, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm coming in um, intricately with what they've already started and I'm bringing it all together. So if I had come in with just the images, I don't know that they would have connected it at the same level. Okay. But what we did was, again, we started with their emotions about Got the it. pizza. Then we moved to them reading emotions of others. Okay. So in that middle section, they saw images um, of the same activity, but different reactions. So they saw a kid running into the ocean, just elated. They saw another kid running out of the, the, the ocean because okay. they're fearful. Like something in there scared them or the right. water was cold, but they were right. not happy. They saw skydivers who were falling from the air, some of them looking petrified, others uh-huh. looking like they were in their happy place. Uh-huh. Hikers uh-huh. on top of a mountaintop looking uh-huh. out on creation. You just kind of talk through all these different levels being able to name the emotions of others okay based on what you think you see mm-hmm. and being okay with someone needing to correct no that's not how i felt actually i felt this way and clarify yes. and kind of define for themselves rather than having their peers define exactly for them. and okay. then ending with that kind of jolt of the woman at peace with the whale mm-hmm. it just kind of creates it even like oh i really do need to check in with people because mm-hmm. i might assume something Mm-hmm. is what everybody you know thinks or feels and I could be so wrong and I could miss out on a wonderful opportunity wow. so they were because of the progression of the pictures and because of the work that their teachers had done I think they were able to take something away from it that's amazing when you think of um, how we are trying to train kids to live in community mm-hmm. and live in authentic community here at Central Christian School how we are trying to steward a diverse student body and how that often takes more effort than in a homogeneous community. And I think it's amazing that you take the time to talk with our senior kindergarten students about things like that at that level and that they're able to grasp it. And just think about the leadership that they're going to convey to their communities and to culture when when they leave central because of the foundation and i just thank you so much for laying that it's really amazing thank you val can you share with our parents with our listeners how can they partner with you best regarding the emotional health or the mental health of their children here at central i would say the main thing and i've kind of spoken to it um earlier in the first question it's really just partnership in general if there's something that's shifting in their uh, family system if they're just seeing something even academically they're concerned about but they're not sure how to communicate it to come in and talk to me what I love is that I get to be a safe place 
for parents and for our kids. And so sometimes, even when it comes to um, some some concern that has to do with something in the classroom, okay, the parents need an opportunity to process what they're actually mm-hmm. thinking and feeling. And I can provide support in that way before they go to talk to the teacher about their concern. Okay. I am really here to be whatever I need to be to support the families and students in feeling connected and loved and supported here at Central. Mm -hmm. So it's just reaching out. Right, right. And just communicating. Absolutely. And and really modeling for their kids what we're hoping our students will do. Absolutely. So Val, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to be here with us at Empower Central. Thank you for the work that you do here at Central. I'm so grateful that the Lord led you here. You are fully engaged in your ministry here to our students, to their parents, and really to our faculty. I mean, you do so much work around here that people don't even see. So thank you so much. Thank you.